0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Thank God It's Friday podcast We're going to get bananas up in here And I'm Jim and I'm not going to be joined by uh, Eric Shea America's Sweetheart is under the weather this week So instead of talking about some of the books that came out this week for the Thank God It's Friday We're going to go once again to the archives And I'm going to present to you One of the episodes of our Silver Age Comics podcast that we do over On the Patreon and it's Me talking about Detective Comics number 268 from way way back in 1959 in A story that was called The Power That Doomed Batman Batman gets superpowers but At what cost? Isn't it always at what Cost? Yes it is and so With all of that though Before we get into it let me Remind you to go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC, follow us and we will follow you back 100%. That's a follow back policy if you're playing at home. Also go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where you can get written reviews for almost all the books that come out each and every week from DC Comics. Then go to the Patreon, patreon.com. Slash weird science And help us out for everything That we do here on the feed But get a bunch of shows Maybe a plethora I'm not telling But it might be a plethora And yeah, there's a lot uh, Including this Silver Age Comics podcast That you're going to be listening to In just a moment But one of the big things That we do like to point out Is each and every week We have a Spotlight Picks of the Week podcast The Badasses of the Get Fresh crew uh, uh, They end up picking Two comics from the stuff that comes out that week And that's what we talk about On a Thursday night Patreon only spotlight podcast And this week they ended up picking At least one big book They have picked Naomi season 2 number 2 You can decide what that is And then also Flashpoint Beyond number 0 The big book of the week So they ended up taking that for themselves And it's a Patreon only deal Again if you want to listen to that And a ton of other shows Just go to patreon.com Slash Weird science and if You you know can you're not writing These things down or something you have your notebook Out you're you're writing down that you can Go to the show notes and you can click on The links to all the things That I just ended up talking About but without further ado We're going to go off like I said we're going to be talking Detective Comics number 268 Batman gets some powers But he might die because of them that's what Happens I mean there's a bit of a monkey paw There but we're going to go do that I hope Everybody enjoys it and then also remind you to go and listen to a, the a big show on Sunday night when that hits episode four eighteen. We have a bunch of books, some mail, all of that jazz. So with uh, that, let's go off to the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Silver Age Comics Podcast. Uh, This episode, like you just heard from Snap, singing I've Got the Power, we're going to be talking about a character who gained some superpowers. That character is Batman in a story called The Power That Doomed Batman from Detective Comics, number 268, from 1959. Now, that song, which I love, by Snap, You'll see, it, it actually ties in a little more here, uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. This issue is written by Bill Finger, pencils by Sheldon Maldoff, and inks by Charles Paris, or if he feels fancy that day, Charles Paris. You end up starting with the cover, which is an homage to Action Comics number one, but it is Batman crumpling up a gangster's car. Though when I look into the, the window there, the windshield, it looks like these are just Businessmen, I think that he's just Doing that, he just doesn't like people Uh I, Maybe he's against Carpooling, because there's two guys He he doesn't like going green, this isn't Greta You end up having a group of People standing there saying that strange glow has given Batman super strength, while Robin looks all sad and Forlorn, saying, yes But it will also destroy Him, and we will see what he means Again, on the cover, it says the power that Doom Batman. Now you go into the first page, the almost credits page here, where you usually get even an out of place, you know, a little deal that kind of fools you. Where you have the cover. Oh my, that seems interesting. You open it up, and you see the power that Doom Batman, and it is Batman throwing a burning apartment building into the sky. Uh, While a fireman looks on and says, look, Batman's using his super strength to hurl that burning structure away so the fire can't spread to other buildings on the street. Now, you just look at this. He's in the middle of Gotham City, and he's throwing a building completely ripped out of its foundation into the sky as I think it's going to now land on some other buildings and kill people. But that's just me. But it says, imagine having super strength. I'm imagining it. Imagine being able to lift colossal objects. To twist steel bars like pretzels. Surely such a power could be a blessing to anyone. But when Batman does get super strength, it becomes a curse. How and why this happens, you will read in the astounding story of the power that doomed Batman. And usually when a superhero will go, especially a Batman. Batman will usually turn down the opportunity to get powers. We even add that in Tom King's run where you add Superman here. You know, I got the platinum kryptonite that gives you powers. No, no. I'm not going to touch it. Touch it, Batman. No, he, he, I don't want it. I'm a man amongst gods. That's my thing. Uh, you know, I, I end up having shirts printed with that. I, I can't go with that. Batman with powers, man, I'm just one of you guys then. I like to brag. And that bragging rights leave then. Uh But there's been a lot of times that he has gotten powers in the other Superheroes that aren't powered getting powers Or the powered superheroes getting them taken away Superman and the truth but also getting different powers You have all this play with it uh, But there always is going to be a catch Uh And the catch here is a deadly one As we'll see But it does start off with Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson Saying, you know, we're going off on vacation everyone And it's funny too because nowadays You do have a Batman That is, he doesn't take a night off. He's a workaholic, working hard, hardly working. Well, he's working hard when back in the day he was hardly working because this is now about the third issue that I've covered in three months that starts with Bruce Wayne and Robin Dick Grayson going on vacation. Well, the vacation is not really a vacation. It's not a staycation either. It's a working vacation because what they are doing is – saying that Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are going on vacation so Batman and Robin can go off and help out with an experimental jet. And yes, that that is, you know, the deal going here. He is going to help the the whole deal where he is doing a test flight for a new jet plane. And that's that's fine and it's kind of funny and this is where it leads back into the snap song. This is where, you know, two year and a half after Sputnik uh, was launched. So we're in the middle of the space race having Batman go off to test out a jet rocket. Pretty fun and pretty cool. And it's to get the people going. And you know, you have that whole thing. If you've seen Toy Story, you know all the particulars of that whole deal. Uh, but in that it, it's just funny because why do you need Batman per se? Why, why is it that Batman needs to go off there? Uh, To Eagle Aircraft it, it could have been Eccentric millionaire, billionaire Bruce Wayne, but I guess you want Batman to test out your Jet rockets, I don't know his Qualifications, but there he goes He goes off to Eagle Aircraft And he's going to launch out In a jet that is made to go into space Pretty much, it's supposed to go out of the Stratosphere into space It's going to set records, it's going to get The USA on top of This space race, all that, but while they are going, either they didn't look into things or they didn't think that it was a big deal, but he pretty much almost hits a comet as he's going up there, and he ends up going through the tail, and the way it's spelled out, suddenly, another space traveler bathes the jet in its eerie yellow radiance, I'm like, another space traveler, who's this, oh my, it's a comet, he goes through it, and they're yelling, look, he's passing through the tail of a comet, thank you. Uh, and then when he comes down, he jumps out of the jet, probably about to high five everyone, because, boy, it's a success. He didn't die. And back in the day, if you've watched some things uh with the space race, not dying pretty much is a win at this point, especially in a manned thing like this. He jumps out. He's glowing yellow. Robin yells. Batman's glowing like the comet. Somehow it affected him. So Batman had the right stuff to be able to test these jets. But now he's got more of that. And, I, and when I say the right stuff, I do mean the song by New Kids on the Block. And the guys from Eagle Aircraft, they, they grab Robin. No, no, no. Don't go near him. He might be radioactive. Somebody fetch a Geiger counter at once. Let's check it out. So glowing Batman, where they're right next to him now. It's not even like they've taken him away and put him. No, he's just there. So they're, they're going. Geiger counter shows nothing. There's no radioactivity. He is just glowing yellow. So let's go into the lab and do some more tests after you, Batman. Batman goes to the lab and completely rips the door off of its hinges. And so at first they think, well, maybe that was a faulty door. Maybe the door was crept. No, it wasn't because then when Batman's like, all right, well, if that's the case, if you think it's faulty hinges, I'm going to go over here to this conveniently placed boulder That seems to be in the middle of the parking lot, in the middle of a desert. I'm going to pick up the boulder. And and it's not even just picking it up. That's not enough. and It's it's huge, this boulder. He picks it up. But maybe Batman can normally pick up a boulder. He's a pretty strong guy. He trained a lot. So to show that he has super strength, he presses the boulder. He destroys the boulder. Now it's just pebbles that he just throws back down into the, the parking lot and says, oh, my The comic gave me super strength. And you have the one guy from the Eagle aircraft says, Great, Scott, we must let our scientists test this phenomenon at once. Now, they take Batman in to do tests. Now, tell me why a aircraft manufacturer would necessarily know or have things to test this sort of thing. This seems like something he should have went to the hospital. Like, if they end up testing him and like, Yep, you don't have wings, and you don't need aircraft fuel to to function. Th- then I'd be like, okay, th- that's what you would do if you're the, the aircraft manufacturer. But they are doing these full-out tests here. And, and maybe what you could tell me is they end up having doctors there so that when their guys go up with these tests. But it seems a little too much. Like, they get so much information, and they get so much information, but yet have no idea... How to cure him at all, but they say you are glowing because you got the power of the comet. But that also then gave you the power like a sun. And what happens with the sun is you have the normal star and it's, it's glowing. You know, hey, it's, it's a sunny day. It's, it's pretty nice out, but then it goes nova flaring in a temporary burst of energy. That's where you are, Batman. You are now gone nova. But then what happens? It glows so much, and then it dies. And while he's saying this, he, he basically has like three drawings that they have stapled to the wall. Normal star, Nova, Dead Star. You know, it, it's pretty much one of the earliest PowerPoint-type presentations here. And I, I, I wish Batman would be like, I, I, I get it. I, I don't need these drawings of a normal star, which, which actually just looks like the moon. And then the Nova, oh, my, the Nova, it, it's really bright. It's, oh, the Dead the dead Star's just black. All right, I get it. I get it, fellas. I'm going to die. Uh, that's all they get from it. They're like, yep, you're going to die. Yeah, nothing we could do. And Batman says, is there any hope for me? And the one doctor says, and this kind of makes me laugh because I don't know that Batman and the scientists, those scientists guys with their talk. I don't think they're on the same page because what the scientist says, yes, there is a professor Blake who's done research on the same type of gas that gave you super strength. He can cure you if we can find him, if we can find him. Batman says, why can't you? And I'm assuming there he's saying, why can't you cure me? Because he's saying we can't cure you. But we can all go look for this Professor Blake. Why can't you? Well, they end up explaining, well, why can't we? Well, it's because Blake, he's an eccentric and he hides places. And I went back and said, no, no, why can't you heal me? I <laughs> mean, this whole thing of why. And he says, Blake's an eccentric. He hates to be bothered while he's working. So he holes up in some city with a supply of food and shuts himself off from the world for weeks. But we'll try to find him and contact you at police headquarters. Meanwhile, keep your malady a secret. So what you're going with here is he blakes a shut-in, but Batman, please. I don't know why, you know, this guy needs Batman to keep it a secret. But please don't let anybody know that you have superpowers or you glow. And, And so with this, you do have the opportunity, I guess, with them pretending to have Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson go on vacation, you just go into the Batcave and wait it out. You wait for this. Now, y- you would think that maybe Batman would be better at finding this Blake, and so he would go out and look for him, or maybe send Robin out, but right away, Batman gets bored. Batman and Robin get bored and basically say, well, you know what they say, the best cure for worry is work. So let's go back to Gotham City and go on a patrol as if nothing happened. Now, this is the thing. They're not even out of the range. You still, they're in the parking lot right now of Eagle aircraft. They've been told to keep it a secret. Don't go out and use these powers. Also, I would think that there'd be a thing, too, of maybe if you use the powers, you might burn out quicker, something like this. But you have a week. Hang loose. We'll find Professor Blake. And then we'll go and we'll, you know, get you a cure. Though I don't know why a guy, a scientist who works on studying comets would be able to cure somebody who's gotten superpowers from those as if this was something that was a known entity, but they seem to be surprised. But Batman and Robin go back to Gotham and they say, hours later, Batman's predicament is forgotten. He's he's glowing and he's got to, nobody forgot about this. And you see where there's a bank robbery. and so. It, they were forgotten, right? The predicament. Uh, Batman yells to Robin, stay here. I'm going to use the super strength. I need to put a scare into the underworld. Again, you're not keeping this a secret. You're going right out on front street. This is pretty much what we saw on the cover. Batman runs, jumps in front of these gangsters that are getting away. The cops are shooting at him. He jumps in front of their sedan, uh, and they go, hey, it's the Batman, and he's shining. And then they just, they're doing the narration as Batman just stops the car. It crumples, the hood crumples in. Hey, it ain't possible. He stopped the car with his bare hands. Then that's not enough. It seems he leaps over the car. And as he leaps over the car, he grabs the hood to pull the hood back out, almost like peeling off or opening a tin can. Then he picks up the car and starts shaking it so that the gangsters fall out on the street. I mean, is it that super strength makes you just do things the craziest ways? He could have just stopped the car and opened the doors and grabbed the guys. Even if he wanted to be more of a badass, you know, grab them through the window. No, no. It's like a tuna can. He's shaking it, shaking them down. He's like, here they are, two two gangsters served up for you, and you have it where this is going on. People are loving it. People think this is the greatest thing. I'm imagining that they're saying, you know, my uncle in Metropolis can shut his damn mouth. Now we got a superhero in our town. And so you have, look, Batman has super strength. And I don't know how he got it, but it's wonderful. They're all cheering. Yeah, all right, Batman's superpowers. Then you look over at Robin who's crying, tears going down his face. Wonderful. If they only knew Batman's super strength may cost him his life, they wouldn't think it's wonderful. There you go, that's Robin, the whole issue Robin is so sad In this issue, because his buddy Batman is going to die Well, you end up having the news Reaching the underworld And it's like, oh man, Batman was Tough before, now now he's even tougher I'm getting the hell out of Gotham, the one guy's like I'm getting out of Gotham City fast he, He's heading over to Central City You know, they, they have nice things there And so then you have a big news report of Batman superpowers everything's great and then in the meanwhile eagle eagle aircraft they send out a deal through the news through the television to try to find Blake so then they're, they're not going to find him themselves they're going to do this and, and a reward have you seen this man and there is professor Blake we see him on the tv even on the papers if so contact eagle aircraft company liberal reward For information, but they never say why And I'm I'm assuming that a lot of people Would see this and go, okay He's somebody bad (laughs) Oh no, this probably Ruins Blake's life For for the rest, you know, he's gonna be looked at It's like one of those guys, when you end up Having stories where people, actors End up being on uh, America's Most Wanted, playing some serial killer And then they get, you know All these people that actually think they're a serial killer Well You end up where the days are going. Batman's doing some stuff, but they're no closer to finding Professor Blake. So Batman, he needs to think ahead. This is pretty much the superhero Batman version of I better have a will. I I better make sure things are in place for when I die because of Robin. But he's not going to worry about finances. He's not going to worry about anything like that. What Alfred this. No, no. What he's worried about is who's going to be Batman. So he goes into his files and pulls out a card and says, I've been thinking, Robin, Mike Wilson, the private detective, is an ex-circus acrobat, courageous, knows criminology. So he's going down the deal. It's like, you know, pick a date, dream date it is. Uh And he's got this card here. Mike Wilson doesn't doesn't have the ring, doesn't Mike Wilson. And uh-uh. there's where Robin. He, he's a smart kid. He knows what's going on. I know what you mean. You're thinking he'd make a good Batman when you, you know, Batman. Sob. I'll never work with anyone else. Sob. There'll never be another Batman for me. He's just crying again. I, I, I think that after this story, Batman starts going through that file cabinet looking for another Robin. Maybe Mike Wilson could be a Robin. Maybe he might be a little too old for that, but still, I, I'm sure he's not going to cry every step of the way is emotional this Dick Grayson is and then Batman says I'm sorry I brought it up don't don't worry and you know you know what cheers people up it's every step of the way too you see Batman you know what cheers people up when they're crying patrolling let's go and they go out again and so there's glowing Batman he's there nobody's calling him out here either there's no bat signal going he's just walking around i mean i'm telling you he's strutting around Gotham City looking for Different things he can do with this super strength And that's where he sees the building On fire, there's an apartment Building on fire, the fire may Spread to the other buildings, so What Batman does is he runs over Like in that first page, he rips The building, I, I don't know how he gets the Grip of this building like this But somehow, he rips the Building off of its foundation And chucks it into the sky Now, in the beginning of the book It said that, you know, you had that fireman I get it, he's throwing it So it gets out of the way And then it doesn't set any other of the buildings on fire Well, Batman's smarter And he's more, he is more open-minded And forward-thinking than that What he is doing in this And it shows it He's throwing the building into space He's throwing it, outer space (laughs) He throws it You see where in outer space, people There's no oxygen So the fire goes out then the building comes right back to him, where he catches it and puts it down, and everything's fine. Everybody's, you know, hey, they're all cheering. They think it's the greatest thing ever. That Batman, he's a scientistian. He can figure these things out. It's so ridiculous. You see this building burning in space, Uh but yeah. Then there's still no word though. And day, third day passes, still no word about Professor Blake. And Robin starts crying again and says, by the time they find him, it'll probably be too late. Batman says, listen, you know, when you think things are going to be too late, the best thing to do is patrol and they go out and patrol again. But instead of patrolling, actually says, I want to use my powers to do good. I want to do things for the public. I want to make sure that, you know, they remember me, not for just my bashing in the heads of, you know, gangsters, things like that, being Superman's buddy, I actually want to be looked at as somebody who ended up doing something for the community, something for the world. And so what he first does is it just pretty much goes full out deforestation, is what he's like. He'll be remembered. He, He is going to clear the land for a new highway. And so if you think that a strong, superpowered Batman He says, I'm going to do something with my super strength I'm going to clear this forest out for a highway Okay, you may get mad You you may even appear before a Senate committee there But what he does isn't just going like punch trees No, he grabs the bulldozer That would have been what was used to do this job anyway But instead of sitting in it and run, he's pushing it from behind. That's all he's doing. He's just—he's doing what they normally would do, just in a, to me, a half-ass way. Though I guess he's saving the the carbon footprint on the oil and you? gas that is not being used. He's just going there and pushing it. So then the next thing he is going to dredge an area <laughs> for the new community pool. So he's you? just destroying land again, but this time. Instead of getting, say, the backhoe and picking it up, that's, that's kind of unwieldy. So instead, it looks like he ripped the, the scoop off of the back and then he's just using it. But this was attached. You even see the pin at the, this was attached to the back. That could have been done. I, I, I wonder too, where the unions are and they're pissed. This is beyond union rules. But yeah, some guy whose job it was to work that backhoe to clear this area. He, he's out of a job right now just because Batman ripped the scoop out and started doing it. Now the next thing is kind of a Superman thing where he's like, and also I'm going to avert catastrophes. I'm going to stop a runaway train. And you end up having these train. It's a one track deal that's around. I don't know. I think somebody's asleep at the wheel. It's no runaway train. Somebody at the junction box is doing some, you know, stupid things. Then he also hauls a sinking freighter off a dangerous reef. Alright, you know, he's doing that with a rope Or, uh, yeah, it, it is a rope I thought maybe it was the anchor, but it looks like a rope He's doing that So while this is going on You end up going to Big Joe Foster's hideout His crime boss hideout Where he sees The picture of Professor Blake In the paper And wonders huh? I, I recognize that guy And I'm pretty pissed off about Batman having powers, but Let's just—I'll you know, have to wait. I'll have to wait and see why this—this this Professor Blake—he seems very familiar. I'll—I'll I'll have to think about this. While all this is going on, you end up having old Big Joe send his buddy Pete off to Eagle Aircraft. Maybe you should go snoop around Eagle Aircraft. Listen in—you know—go to some cracked windows at the lab and listen to what they're saying. And Maybe maybe we can figure out why they want this Blake, why this is so important. It's kind of a funny thing. Why it ends up being the way that they're doing this is because the the big Joe, the crime boss, he's going to end up figuring out that Batman is going to die through all this, but it's like the opposite way of going. I don't know why they would really, really be that interested in this Blake, but they're going to make the connection soon because when they go over, or when Pete goes over to Eagle Aircraft, he ends up listening in on the scientists who are yelling, yeah, if we don't find Blake, Batman's going to die. He's got the super strength from a comet and he's going to die in a couple of days. Well, this is great news for Pete. He thinks this is the greatest. He runs off and he tells Big Joe, the crime boss, yeah. That's the guy who has to cure Batman because he's got the superpowers and he's glowing. If he glows a different color, he's going to die. They're going to get this Blake. And that's where all of a sudden Big Joe smoking the stogie realizes where he saw Professor Blake. He says, "Okay, so this is the one guy that can say, Batman, wait a minute. I remember where I saw Professor Blake. Now, remember, Professor Blake ends up going around and he likes to hole up. In apartments and things like that And he has the thing Well in the meantime they do think that He is in Gotham City They've narrowed it down they told Batman that They said hey we think he's in Gotham City This whole time that's all the the work they've done We think he's in Gotham City So you end up having Big Joe the gangster realize Yeah he is in Gotham City Because Big Joe remembers seeing him Because while he was going around You know apartment shopping For his new mob headquarters he ended up walking into an empty basement on Front Street and ran into Professor Blake, who had already been living there, you know, undercover type of deal. And so then Big Joe, the, the mobster crime boss, Oh, sorry there, buddy. Uh, I'll just leave now. It's like, I could just imagine the mob just going around looking for their next hideout and they go into this basement and this professor's there. And they're like, All right, you know, that's fine. We'll go find another apartment. But that's why. He remembers where Blake was and knows where Blake is now. So he's going to go off and get Blake. In the meantime, Batman and Robin are on the case, Glowing Batman. Uh, They're going around to chemical houses to see, has anybody bought chemicals recently? And the guy there, you know, because Batman's a vigilante and really has no power to demand anything but a's Batman, he hands him a list. Yeah, these are the guys... That that ended up buying chemicals There you go And I could just imagine Batman's like Okay well uh, Joker He got this He got the Riddler Okay he's gonna kill That many people Then Penguin Okay Oh here's Professor Blake Let's go over there But actually gets a list And goes through the whole list Of course Professor Blake Is last on the list They end up going there To this basement apartment That he was at And when they get there They find that he has been taken There's signs of a struggle there are chemicals all around. I would think that Blake's just a, a hog. He he is a messy professor. That's not the case. And why they have to have a way here to show that this is definitely Professor Blake's apartment? They, they you have to make it so that Batman just doesn't go and say, "Well, it might not be it." It might. Robin goes, "Hey, it is Professor Blake's apartment. Look." Somehow Professor Blake is a guy who goes and he, he wants to hide from everybody while he's doing his research. He doesn't want any bothers. He doesn't need any distractions. He gets food. They said he hoards the food, all this. But what he does have is a vanity that cannot be squashed because what he has done is hung up a picture of himself in the apartment. In the apartment, there's nothing there but a picture of him on the wall. Look, it is Professor Blake's deal. He has a picture of himself hanging on the wall. You know, like every professor would do. I'm like, oh, all right. That, that seals it. Professor Blake has been kidnapped. And then Batman jumps to more conclusions by the mob. And why he really says that too is they find a clue. They look down and there is what seems to be a four leaf clover. That's kind of sealed in plastic. It's it. It's almost looks like a coin, but it, it seems to really be spelling out. It's it's a full four leaf clover. So I'm saying it's melted in plastic somehow. You have this little deal. Batman finds it and says, "Well, I know that Professor Blake is not superstitious. We have no idea why he knows this, but hey, he, he a guy who does research on comets and hangs his own picture on the wall. He's a lot of things, not superstitious." So that means that Batman says this must have fallen out of the people who kidnapped him out of their pocket. It must be the mob. They go back to the Batcave. And recently, me and Eric have had problems with Joshua Williamson saying, hey, we have to make a file, a computer file, that will be able to collect all this information of these bad guys so we can cross-reference things. And we left because they've always had this. This wasn't something that was just made up a year ago in Batman and Superman by Joshua Williamson. Well we see that back in the day, Batman had a crazy file where they're going and and this is, you know, late fifties, so there's no computer, so what they have is a slide projector there where you're putting slides in, and they realize when they put in the info that what they have is Pete Hulick, which we know it is him. We've seen him, we know his name's Pete. He's five foot ten. He weighs 180 pounds. He's a member of Big Joe Foster's Mob. Yep, they're right on. And then the couple things that they have as information about Pete. He's superstitious. Bingo. And he likes to go to the Gotham Steakhouse. That's all they got on him. You know, you don't even have, like, he's robbed six banks. He's murdered a guy. He's this. Here's his family. He usually lives here. Nope, the only information, superstitious. Carries a four leaf clover, frequents Gotham Steakhouse. All right. So where do you go next? You go to Gotham Steakhouse. And I mentioned this before in these, Gotham right? Gotham, they like to just give you straight facts. Gotham Steakhouse. That's all it is. It looks pretty good. Well, what they do, they don't just go into Joe. They, they know that he is up to something with somebody else. Now, already it says Big Joe Foster mob there. So he probably could just find Big Joe Foster, but. Since the only information they have is this guy loves the Gotham steakhouse, they go to the steakhouse. They go outside. They end up getting what is revealed later to be a policeman dressed as a gangster who then starts fighting Batman and Robin. Uh, the guy draws a gun. Batman breaks the gun in half and then wraps the guy's legs around with a, a metal pole, which I'm sure is going to cripple him for life and says this will hold you in place until the police arrive. Well, while they know Old Pete's watching, all of a sudden Batman starts glowing green. Robin yells at you're glowing green. I the, the tip that this is a ruse is Robin isn't crying, but you end up having him. I feel weak, Robin, I'm afraid it's the end. And then falls over, with Robin going, Oh no, no. And then does Sob, Batman's gone. If only we could have found Professor Blake in time, Sob. Well, yeah, Pete's Pete so amazed that he drops the cigarette out of his mouth and yells, oh, man, Batman's dead. I got to go tell the boss. Runs him where they have Professor Blake tied up on a chair and yells, hey, hey, the Batman, I saw him die. Because Big Joe's like, hey, I told you not to come right back here. The Batman's going to follow you. You know, I don't know when he's going to be able to come back. But, hey, he has the steak dinner. He's going. He's like, no, Batman's dead. I'm like, what? Batman's dead. They are so happy. You end up with the biggest smile on Big Joe, and he's got his arms. He's, yeah, all right. I never thought it would happen. He's dead at last. And then Batman busts through the door and says, I find it hard to believe (laughs) myself. And busts through, and then you end up having peep. Man, I saw you. I saw you glowing green before. Now you're yellow. What's going on? And then they just fight. You have Big Joe's like, I know when to run, and the running time is now. He goes running off. As you have these other two gangsters are fighting, Robin stays behind to fight. Then Batman goes to get Big Joe. Now, in the meantime, I'd probably get the Professor first, and maybe get Big Joe later. I mean, really, but he ends up where Big Joe has run off. He has a bit of a, you know, head start, and and Big Joe he probably still runs pretty good for a big fella. He gets on a speedboat. He's going to go off, and now you have Batman finally, which I'll be waiting a whole issue, talking trash on Superman because now he's super strong too. Where he goes to the dock and on the dock They don't even appear to be girders They just appear to be long strips of steel And Batman says, oh, these scrap pieces of steel Might put a crimp in his getaway you know, That seemed like a pun but uh, And he makes them into a boomerang He makes a giant steel boomerang And says, I'm going to pull a stun Even my friend Superman would be proud of uh, I think that it, Superman and any Physics professor uh, would be because what he does is just chuck th- this bent up steel girder deal. It goes, flies out, goes, wraps around the gangster Big Joe, and then somehow, because it's a boomerang, brings him back to the pier. Makes no sense, no sense at all of how this would work and what it would do, but it works. And then you just have Batman cured because you go back and they have Professor Blake later after being treated. With Professor Blake's Serum, still don't understand that <laughs> he he he's he's an, you know a guy who works on comets. He is a you know an astrophysicist, uh, if anything, uh, but yet he can make a serum to cure a man who got superpowers from a comet's tail. But he did it. That that Blake, he, he's a man. He's he's the, he's the Blake of all trades. Uh, And he says, I can't understand because this is the thing he's still under, you know, confused about. But you were green. And and this is the thing You, you had, Professor Blake, he's one of those guys. He's smart. He has no common sense because you can pretty much figure that Batman just did something with light. But he's like, I can't believe you know what happened. You should have died when you turned green again, as if Blake knows the process of. The superpower sickness. So green was the color that you were supposed to turn. And Batman says, "Don't you get it? It Was a hoax. I staged the arrest of that gunman, who actually was a disguised policeman, when I faked my death, so Pete would lead me to Big Joe's hideout. And what he says is, I used a tiny electric bulb in my utility belt. And this is where you see, like, back in the late fifties, the idea of smart and the idea of Batman preparing, but really the IQ is based on, don't you get it, I used a blue light, because mixed with yellow, that makes green. You get it? Oh, my, he's a smart guy. This is something you learn in kindergarten. (laughs) You're like, oh, my God, how did you think of that? And then you end up having him say, it was that simple. And then Professor Blake ends the issue by saying, simple, not so simple, when you realized it saved the life of Batman. No, it's still simple. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing better about it. Just because it's say Batman, he, he ended up having <laughs> blue and yellow makes green. <laughs> that that's all. That's all that was. And everybody thinks it's the greatest. And Batman's now pressing it. And, and really, as this goes on, I really wish that it continued where Batman ends up just going around with the, the yellow bulb in there, and everybody thinks he's superpowered, so they're too afraid to do anything. But that does not happen. That does not happen at all. But that's the end of the story. It's so goofy. But Batman, he had superpowers. They didn't last long. I, I I wish Superman would have come in, too. And they would have arm wrestled or something. It could have been one of those things like the Flash and Superman racing. It could have been the arm wrestling. It would have been cool. And especially if Batman didn't tell Superman that he had powers, even though he's glowing yellow. He can make up something with that. Uh, you know, I don't know what he would, but, you know, and end up beating superman arm wrestling superman has no idea how this happened and then batman just refuses for the rest of his life ever to arm wrestle him again and just boasts and yells it'd be the best it would be great but there you go it would be like when uh jerry seinfeld on seinfeld when uh the big race that he won because he cheated back in the day uh it would have been the best but that's it it's still pretty good it's still goofy And, yeah, I hope that you guys and gals enjoyed it. The Silver Age stuff is ridiculous. and But that's it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for all your support. As I always say, we really do appreciate it. Thank you, and I'll talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird Science is the revolution. Weird Science is the revolution.